Welcome to the Green Thumb Gardener Show, the podcast that spreads all the dirt about gardening. Our gardening tips will help and inspire both beginner and seasoned gardeners. Coming to you from his Zone 7B garden in North Carolina, here's your host, the expert gardener who is helping you sprout your green thumb, Jeremy Stark. Hi, this is Jeremy Stark here from Green Thumb Gardener, here to give you some more tips and tutorials for your garden. Welcome to the show today. In today's show, we're going to go over some tips for, for your watermelon. And these are specific tips for fertilizing your particular watermelons so you can grow some nice big watermelon. Who doesn't love having a nice, juicy, big watermelon? Now, I do want to say for this particular, some of this advice, as far as growing a big watermelon, you want to make sure you you first have the correct variety of watermelon. So do your research before you actually have a plant. But these are these tips are going to work for no matter which type of watermelon that you have. You you do want to un- understand some of the the basics of fertilizing for watermelon. Watermelon plants are very very heavy feeders. In other words, they require a lot of organic material and just nutrients in the soil in order to grow really big. And it's one of those plants that you also have to continuously give them fertilizer in order for them to really grow. So we're going to start off today just with uh, some of the the ones that I recommend that there's there's so many different types of fertilizers out there. There's just so you guys know, there's there's soluble, which is anything that's dissolvable in water, and there's insoluble, which usually those are the organic uh, dry kind of powder uh, fertilizers that it does take a little time for them to break down in the soil. But as far as the particular brands or anything, I'm going to leave those out of the show today. But if you want, you can go check out the article that's uh, in the show notes. And that is something that we always update every year. We go over just the ones that are just, you know, doing really well because sometimes they don't they don't use them anymore. Or they're not available. So we try to give you the most updated list on there. So take a look at the article up there. As far as, uh, you know, as I said, you know, just any type of fertilizing for your watermelon is something that you really need to do because they really, like I said, they require a lot of fertilizing. So the first thing it really starts with is the soil before you even plant the watermelons in there. Uh, so if you if you already planted in there, I'll give you some tips on how to you know add it to it. But just so you're aware, is you always want to have a really good high nitrogen base, adding a lot of um, animal manures or mushroom compost, uh, worm vermicompost, all those things will really help the soil. But it really starts with having quality soil. You can't really skip that step. If you are just starting a new garden, you can you can add these in there before you plant your watermelon seedlings, and that will ensure that you'll have some good soil. But it's something that can be built up over years and years of just adding uh, more amendments to your soil. So there's different types. There's organic, like I said. There is, uh, you know, organic would be like um, just the cow manures. And then there's also some inorganic, which are the inorganic stuff is not necessarily uh, you know, not good for it as far as, you know, because I'm a big organic gardener, but they they do have their place for, for it. They're very easy to measure the amounts of it. And especially if you are just starting out, you want to make sure that you have a proper soil test for your garden. And that's going to tell you what you need to add to it. And that's kind of where the inorganics, where I like the inorganics, is that you could really dial in what you need to add to it. You know, whether it's, you know, you could might need to add some lime, you might need to add some more nitrogen in there or phosphorus or whatever. It's going to tell you what you need to do. And the inorganic 
the inorganic chemicals that fertilizers they're much easier to to dial in that but i still always recommend to add organic stuff like cow manure horse manure all those other things that will break down in your soil that are organic for it is always a good idea especially vermicomposting that's that's the big one for me so again you know make sure you have a soil test that's going to tell you exactly what your soil is needs to, to have so at the beginning but once you get it in there once you once you plant the seed the the, the seedling in there um, a good one to have in there is just some slow release uh, fertilizers such as uh, you know bone meal or um, you know some some other types in there that are just gonna break down slowly as the plant is growing and it's going to be available at the roots of for the plants to have so it's really those are really good to put in there as you're planting the seedling is put that slow release fertilizers in there but you know during uh, the growth of the of the watermelon i mean it's a really good idea to add some other ones you're going to have to keep adding some so i always add in a little bit more inorganic slow release fertilizers you know as as it goes throughout the year as it grows through the growing season but i also use water soluble which is water soluble fertilizers they are very they're available right away for the plant uh, roots to absorb and they did so they'll really be taken up by the plant very quickly so it's always a good idea to to kind of have like a mix of the both of them that you're using for your your schedule of feeding and you know generally i uh, do i do anywhere for about two to three weeks uh, between water soluble feedings and it's just a regular feeding that i'm giving the the uh, the watermelon each each and every other week or every two or three weeks I mean, if you skip a week, that's fine. But then, you know, you balance that when you have a little bit of the the, the ones that are not soluble in there, like the powder ones and things like that, the granules that take some time to break down. But I also like to add, add in, again, I try to add in a lot of organic materials. So my favorite, of course, if you don't know me, is the worm composting. I love the stuff. I make worm tea. I use the compost, the I use the actual compost from the worms, and I add that directly into the soil as well. But worm tea is probably the best one that that I would make out of you know organic materials because it is soluble as well. So it does it does get a little bit faster. But you know I've been known to add some other things there, other like little scraps of organic stuff that might take a little while to break down. But I try to do that at the beginning of the season. And again, you know if your soil is not where it should be and you got a soil test, I, I suggest to use more of the. The inorganic materials, the Miracle Grows, the all those type of ones. And I'm not saying Miracle Grows the one that I would go for, but just any of those ones that you can dial in exactly how much you can add and how much will add to that particular to your soil. So it's really something that you can use to kind of dial in on it. But again, you know, it's really just one of those things. Watermelons really do take some time for them to grow. They are heavy feeders. They like a lot of water. So you know, because you're, you're you're watering a little bit more during certain periods of the growth cycle of the of the watermelon, they're gonna lose some of the nu nutrients in there just because of just you know just water, and that's just how it is. But I so it's something you have to continuously do. I have I've had some really really large watermelons. I gotta be honest with you, I don't grow the huge huge watermelons because they don't always taste them. They're really cool. There's something that you could definitely just take a look at. And it's, you know, if you're going into a show, you know, that's really the, you know, why you would have a bigger, you know, want to have a bigger watermelon, but not all the varieties are the same. So it really comes down to the variety of the watermelon. But, you know, some of the tips that I would suggest for growing really big watermelons or just you know, overall just growing watermelons is, you know, because watermelons 
are they require heat if you don't know they're originated from africa so they they really require a lot of heat in that area of the um, the world i mean it's very hot down there hot and humid so that's why they grow really well down there that's something that you want to plant in the late spring even early summer when the soil is really really warm again you know you definitely want to make sure that you fertilize in the plant the seedling when it's really growing and that's really going to help it jump start before you actually plant it into the ground and then also one of the things you have to make sure with melons is they take up a lot of space so you want to make sure they have a good amount of room in between your melon plants and trust me some gardens you only need one plant and that's plenty in there although it's only going to grow maybe uh, two or three at the most of melon but it takes up a huge amount of space in your garden so make sure you have enough space before you're doing that another thing is you want to also have some kind of amendments in there what's like maybe some straw to help like mulch it you know so that it doesn't lose a lot of water because they do require a lot of water around there and then the other thing is too is when you're weeding your melon plants you want to make sure that that you're not pulling the actual vines themselves when you're weeding it because they attach to everything the little little tendrils that will attach out to different things so you want to be careful about that and again just try to keep your schedule of fertilizing as far as watering as well you want to water you know, in the roots, you want to fertilize in the roots as well. I don't suggest to do it all on the leaves, although if you get a little bit on that, it's fine, but it's something that you want to be aware of. Um, and then, you know, again, this is just one of those things. You have to try out different varieties of watermelons because they're all different. Some of them are going to grow really big. Some of them are going to grow a little bit smaller, but they might taste sweeter. So it's one of those things that you just have to try out different varieties of it, you know, each year. Well, hopefully that's helped you out. I wanted to give you guys just a few little tips on how to make the best out of the watermelon fertilizers. And again, if you want to take a look the article is below posted in this show notes and it's uh it's basically going to give you some other additional tips in there as well as uh, some of the products that we recommend that we we look at each year just to make sure they're up to date on everything well hopefully you enjoyed the show and i'll see you on the next episode for tuning in to the Green Thumb Gardener Show. You can find us on all the major podcast channels. Please leave a positive review to show your support. You can check out our latest gardening articles at GardnerThumb.com. Stop by our YouTube channel for helpful gardening videos at GardnerThumb.com YouTube. Grab our free gardening hacks guide at GreenThumbHacks.com. If you have any interest on being on the show or want to advertise with us, reach out by email to podcast at GardnerThumb.com. Tune in to our next Green Thumb Gardener show now get out there with your green thumb and get dirty